Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Sean and Bessie, and I'm here with Sarah M. Eaton, Tracy Hunter Abramson, and Esther Hatch. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about a day in the life of an author. Um, and by way of introducing this, I thought that I would tell you a story that happened to me several years ago. I was going to a fifth grade parent-teacher meeting with my son, and after our initial introductions, my son's teacher turned to him and said, so what's it like to have a mom who's a famous author? <laughs> okay, I have to pause here and say I took exception to the famous part, <laughs> but my son just looked at her totally confused and said, um, she's just my mom. <laughs> and at the time, I just felt like it was the best answer he could possibly have given, because as far as my family's concerned, I'm just a very ordinary Wife, mother, makes the meals, does the dishes, cleans the bathroom, does the laundry, just like most other wives and mothers do. I just happen to spend an awful lot of time on the computer as well. <laughs> so I actually think that a typical day in the life of an author would be very different for every author or every writer that you would ask. But today, because it's something that each of us get asked a lot I thought we would talk about what a typical day looks like for each of us. So my first question for my friends here is, do you have a set schedule that you adhere to every day? So I'm actually pretty structured, believe it or not, as carefree as I can be in other things. I get up, I write a little bit, I get my son off to school, then I come back, I get on the treadmill or the exercise bike, and yes, I'm writing while I'm doing that because I'm just a little on the crazy side. And then after that, I just, you know, I, I kind of get my day started of, you know, do a little bit of marketing and then hopefully get back to writing again. And, and I'm really lucky because my husband does most of the cooking. So yeah. I don't even have to cook all the meals. I know. And I've run out of teenagers to do the chores. So. <laughs> I still have two at home, so I can have them do that. Uh, well, now my writing days are pretty well structured, you know, and I, I know what I do during the different hours of the day. And I also schedule out my week. Monday is my errands day. Friday is my research day, like that kind of thing. But that's very different than it was even five years ago, or 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I think life changes how your day goes. If you had asked me five years ago what the day in the life of this author looked like, I probably just would have cried because it was trying to juggle kids and extracurricular activities and all the things that were going on. And, and now um, our youngest has left home. And so my days are very structured because they're more my own. So I think you're right, Sean. It's very different depending on the author, but also depending on where that author is in oh, their life. Absolutely. Yeah. When I first started writing, basically the only writing I did was when my infant was napping. And then as they got, my children got a little bit older, it, it was, I was thinking through my storyline as I was driving them to piano lessons or mm -hmm. driving them to a soccer game and then rushing to the computer when dinner was in the oven. Um, but now, like Sarah, I don't have children that I have to kind of work my schedule around, but I am one of those weird people who has a hard time writing if my house is a mess. And so I usually have to do a little bit of basic housework before I start writing, just so I can be in a good place. 
Right. So first of all, I want to say my husband would love it if I was a little bit more like Sean. <laughs> <laughs> because We're, a lot of those things have gone to the wayside <laughs> once I started taking writing a little bit more serious. And I wanted to say to Sarah that I am still in that stage where when people ask me this question, I do want to cry right. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And when I started, when I first started, I would write at night and things. And mm-hmm. now... Um, I'd like to say it's gotten easier because my kids are all in school and they, that just happened recently. But that also adds a little bit of element of I have this overwhelming desire to get all my writing done while they're at school. And it's been interesting for me to see how easily that time is encroached upon by other things. Like, um, And I do think so many of them are important. When you're talking about just a typical day for me, my first thing is usually I, after getting the kids off to school, I go play tennis. And I really think it's an important thing in my life to have that right. too. Um, but so I do tennis and then after that I write. But that really means that if, and, and then I'm usually picking kids up by about 2.30. So 11 to 2.30 is my writing time. And it, all it takes is one thing to come up during the day. And, and then right. I don't have writing time anymore if I stick to that rule of writing while my kids are at school. So I do a lot of makeup time in hotels sometimes like I'll go just check away from my family and say right. I've got a deadline I'm, I'm just gonna only write for a while yeah. yeah I think we all struggle a little bit with the balance which is why it's nice if you can plan the time but real life happens as well yes. to all of us so this kind of goes back to the point you just made Esther how much is your schedule affected by where you are in the publishing process yeah so like I said I do try to keep that organized schedule of a couple of hours every weekday, but always deadlines and um, even edit deadlines. So a couple of times a book, it feels like I have to just leave my family. (laughs) And it actually works better for all of us. Like my husband and I have talked about this. It's it's actually easier for him if I'm gone and totally immersed in writing than if I'm at home and totally immersed in writing because it always feels like, oh, can't you just jump up and do this one little thing? And I'm like, nope, I really can't because it takes me 45 minutes to get back to the story. Right. So that's, that's, that is kind of a lot of times, depending on what comes up in the schedule, I'll have to just do kind of a marathon writing day sometimes. And for me, for the most part, the amount of time I spend each day doesn't change depending on where I am in the process. It's just what I'm spending it on except when the whole process blows up. And I am certain I'm not the only one here that this That's happens to. laughing. Where you have just got it down, no problem, I'm going to make this deadline. And then before you know it, somehow the next day is the deadline and you haven't finished or you get an edit you weren't expecting or you get an edit that is way bigger than you were expecting because you thought you had just turned in the most beautiful manuscript on the face of the earth and it comes back bleeding red ink. Sometimes... A wrench gets thrown in that process, and then I have to make big adjustments. But I'd say for the most part, my hours stay the same each day. It's just what I'm spending on is different. I'm probably the same way, except, like, I mean, it's rough for all of us when we get halfway through, you know, we're halfway through drafting a book, we're all immersed in this book, this story, and then we get hit with an edit. And so you have to take a two-week pause or week pause or whatever the time is that it's going to take us. And so that can really throw me off. But same thing with a proofread. And I love it when they hit back to back because it's like, okay, I'm already in a different world. So I'm just reading this book that I've created. And then I get to read a different book that I created. And, and also I find that sometimes my writing is actually better once I do get back into that other book because I just was reading a finished product that now I'm like, oh, I, should, I, can, I can flesh this out a little bit more. And I'm writing a little slower and a little more 
cohesively, where normally I'm like, I'm on my treadmill and I have to figure out what's happening to my characters. So, but I think the hours are still similar, but there are times when those late nights will start happening if I'm on a deadline. Right. Yeah, I think so too. The the deadlines are the hard, the hard part. I try to have a little bit more balance in my days, but if I'm up against the deadline, it's literally start on the computer first thing in the morning and you're still there in the evening. Um, and sometimes if I have several days like that when I need to focus a lot on my writing, then I'll allow myself a couple of days afterwards without any writing where I do something just completely different and mindless, like de-junking a cupboard or <laughs> painting a wall. You need or... to come to my house. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I've had so many deadlines that you should see my pile of those things that still are waiting for me. So we've talked a little bit about deadlines, but what are your favorite and we can add least favorite things to do during the day? And, and I guess I can open that up to part of the writing process or the de-junking the cupboards. <laughs> <laughs> I did mention tennis, and I that's probably my de-junking of cupboards. Again, my husband would probably rather it was actual <laughs> de-junking of cupboards. But I say this a lot, like writing started as a hobby for me. It really did. I was just doing it for fun with no intention of publishing. And um, once I turned that hobby into a career, I feel like everyone should then get another hobby. If you if that was your release and your fun and um, you enjoyed it, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy it now, but like <laughs> you need something else in your life that is just fun. And so um, tennis is a, one of my favorite things to do. Um, as far as writing stuff goes, things that really help me is I love to do sprints with other authors. So I'll even just like Zoom call with other authors and we'll check in every 30 minutes or 45 minutes and just say like, how many words did you write? And that for somebody who's very distractible, like I am, um, <laughs> it really helps keep me on task. And I try to do that during those hours where I have set aside as work hours. It's not smart. Um, I would guess probably my absolute least favorite thing to do during the day is to make phone calls. I don't care what they're about. I hate making phone calls, guys. <laughs> so if so we you, have to call you. If, and I don't answer my phone, so text is probably best. <laughs> but my most favorite thing, and I think I would do this even if I wasn't an author, is research. I love it. And I love those moments when the story takes over and I can lose myself in what happens next. And that often happens when I'm on the exercise bike. So that's kind of, or the, the treadmill. So that's kind of my version of Esther playing tennis. My least favorite, I know Sarah's going to be shocked at this, is research. <laughs> I'm not sure we can be friends anymore, Tracy. I know. I know. You I have love, to be friends. <laughs> I just love that Sarah's favorite is Tracy's least favorite. It's just perfect. Perfect. I think my most favorite is when, kind of like Tracy said, when the magic takes over and the story flows. And the opposite of that is my least favorite is when I'm rewriting the same paragraph over and over and over again. And it lasts all day long. And all I have to show for it is 17 three, words, three, <laughs> line, three lines that I've deleted more times than I've done anything else. So when you do need a break from your writing project, what do you do? Um, I, I spend an inordinate amount of time looking at homes for sale in Ireland. <laughs> you found a great one this what, week. <laughs> imagining what it would take to buy them and live there. Um, and not because I'm a glutton for punishment, but it honestly is something I enjoy doing. It gives me some place for my imagination to go that isn't something I'm writing. I also like to sew. I do a lot of sewing. 
um, watching television shows. And weirdly enough, I really like like cleaning out closets or cleaning out drawers. That is a, like a break for me. I, I know, guys, I'm sick. No, <laughs> I no, think I'm right there with I you. I think Esther, part of it is... we're friends. <laughs> I wish you guys could see my face with all this closet organizing. I know. I want them to come visit us. I think for me, it's just, it's something that I can accomplish and complete. Yes, and something and that it's you have measurable. to show for Exactly. It. Yes. And it doesn't take 100,000 words to do it. Exactly. <laughs> right. It doesn't even take a spreadsheet. That's true. Well, she might have one for that, too. I actually do have a spreadsheet <laughs> for what needs oh to be word. cleaned in my house. I love it. So I know what Sean does when she's avoiding writing. Every time I, I, she just seems like she's a little too quiet, I could ask anyone, one of her neighbors, do you smell bread breaking? Because that's always what she's doing. But for me, one of my favorite outlets is when I need a break is actually, I love to travel because that gives me a chance to both do that, what Sarah might call research, but I call fun. Um, <laughs> But it also just gives me a chance to, you know, like when I can spend time with family and friends and things like that is just so much fun. But even just going out for a walk, if I have to, you know, if I don't have where there's COVID that says I can't go to Paris or, you know, someplace I want to go. So anyway. Yeah. Well, you're right, Tracy. Baking is my creative outlet. And I think it kind of goes back to what Sarah said about the closet. It's if I'm getting frustrated with my writing, then I can bake something and I have something to show for my half hour <laughs> instead of the paragraph that I've been deleting all day long. And it's always beautiful, too. Beautiful <laughs> photos when we call you out on it. And I also like traveling, too. And so um, my family actually teased me that I don't know how to take a vacation. I just take trips because I like doing and seeing and, and just participating wherever wherever I am. So I feel like for me... I take a lot of breaks from writing and I don't mean to and it's writing and authoring is this weird career where it doesn't matter how many breaks you get it's always there and there's not very many times in my life where I'm not at least a little bit stressed about writing and if I take a break I'm often thinking like well I should be writing right now (laughs) so I think that's been one of the hardest things about becoming an author is Mm -hmm. learning to actually take a break and turn off that brain. I still am working on that. Um, a lot of what I do, I've mentioned having tennis and taking care of the kids. and But like maybe just sitting, watching a movie with my husband and eating ice cream is probably the most relaxed I get where I'm not actually, I think my brain can actually turn off a little bit. I love that. And um, I guess I'll share one other story because I think a lot of times people who are not writers think that our lives are a little bit glamorous. And <laughs> maybe this podcast has put put that to rest <laughs> a little bit. But I remember one day, and I don't remember which book it was, but I was up against one of those deadlines that we were talking about. And my daughter was in high school. And when she left for school, I was sitting on the sofa with my computer on my knee and I had started. And when she got back from high school, I was sitting on the sofa with the computer on my (laughs) knee in the exact same position. And she walked in and she goes, Mom, have you moved since I went to school? And I should also interject here that my husband is a math teacher uh, at a university. And Um, she just looked at me and she goes, you know, I wouldn't want your job or dad's job, but if I had to choose, I would take dad's job. (laughs) (laughs) So our goal when we are in these deadlines and writing is that 
no one who reads our books will ever tell which chapters were written at a soccer game, while the dinner was in the oven, or in the early hours of the morning. <laughs> we do love what we do, and we're grateful to all of, all of you who read and enjoy our books. So thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll join us again on Between the Lines. Thank you.